Hello, and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about decluttering your mind. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. So yesterday, one of the members of our Practicing Human Facebook group posted something she's been struggling with that I know I resonated with and I think many other people will resonate with. I'll share a a short snippet from it and you see how it lands for you. She said, "I, I own my own business and currently I'm the only employee, so I do everything myself. It's a lot of pressure and stress. I have a lot of the tools I need to relax. Yet, pretty much any time I really want to take time to relax or meditate, my mind keeps coming up with things I should be doing. You didn't post today on social media. What are you going to do about that? You need to come up with a new product. What are you going to make next? And on and on. And essentially, her post was asking for help with this. So I decided to turn it into an episode, simply because I think this is something a lot of people can resonate with, even if you don't own your own business. The idea of having lots that you're carrying in your mind that you need to tend to, things that are very important, can often get in the way of us actually utilizing the skills we have to relax in moments where we don't need to be doing those things. So I'm going to give you three things you can do about this to hopefully help declutter your mind. The first thing that comes up is a quote by David Allen, who wrote a book called Getting Things Done, which I highly recommend for uh, this kind of problem that any of you might be navigating. And one of the key things there, one of his key quotes is that the mind is for having ideas, not holding ideas. The mind is for having ideas, not holding ideas. And I think that's very relevant to this particular scenario for us to start thinking about Our mind as the thing that helps generate new ideas, to be creative, to even problem solve for things that could come up, but not the thing that holds the open loops that are unresolved or holds all the things that we need to remember to do. That is where we start getting very cluttered, and that requires a lot of mental energy, creating a lot of extra mental agitation. So the simplest thing you can do when you're holding a lot of different ideas or things that need to get done or things that you should do is delegate that holding to something else. The easiest and the cheapest is a piece of paper or your phone. That is taking everything in your mind and just writing it down. Everything that needs to get done, everything that's unresolved, all the things that you think you should be doing or want to apply effort or energy toward, all of that, just get that on paper so you could see it out in front of you, actually assess what is important and what might not be important, and then give your subconscious mind a break from having to ruminate about all of these things because it's so worried you're going to forget If your mind is the thing that needs to remember all of this and needs to keep in mind what's most important and what would help a business grow or what would help you get successfully through your day, then of course it's going to be agitated and overwhelmed. 
And we should be grateful for that. If these are really important things, then we don't want to lose them. And meditation is not about like letting go of really important ideas or not getting things done. We need to stay on top of the things that need to get done in our life. I just don't think it should be our mind that is holding it. So the first step is just to delegate that to something or someone else. The easiest one is a piece of paper. Get it out in front of you and you'll immediately feel a sense of relief knowing that it's there. It's not going anywhere and you could organize it, shift it, prioritize it, whatever. So this leads to the next step, which has been a huge thing for me in my life, which is to plan your day out the night before. It's a simple piece of advice, and chances are you've heard this before, but it's always incredible to me the clarity I have when I start a day knowing what is coming for the rest of the day, or at least having a rough sense of it, and the ease I feel knowing that I don't need to be planning out my day as I'm going through it. When you do the preliminary work of looking at everything you've written down, everything that's important, everything that needs to get done, and thinking through what's priority and when I'm going to allocate time toward that, well, that frees up the, again, subconscious part of your mind that is trying to close these open loops. And instead, as you're going throughout your day, you can be more deeply present with whatever you're doing, knowing that you already thought through everything that needs to get done. It's coming up. And in this time period, this is what I'm doing. And in this time period, now I'm doing this. And in this time period, now I'm doing this. And of course, you might get interrupted during those blocks of time. That's normal. When that happens, you come back, see if you need to reprioritize or reorganize your day based on that. But in general, when I do this, when I plan out my day beforehand, I get so much more done and I feel so much more at ease. So if you're feeling a lot of angst throughout the day, trying to juggle all of these things in your mind and worrying that you're not doing enough or getting things done you need to get done, write them down, schedule them out. And then the last tip I would offer is to schedule unscheduled time. Schedule unscheduled time. So when you're planning out your day, do allocate blocks of time where you don't need to do anything. These could be break periods that you would typically take. It could be time that you might give yourself to watch TV or go on YouTube or check out Netflix. Whatever your little pleasures are, put those into the schedule so that you're not only giving yourself a little bit of self-care or pleasure, but you're also giving yourself permission to be engaging in that self-care or pleasure. And you know that it's fitting in within the larger schedule of the other things that you really need to do or get done, which allows you to go through it more guilt-free. Now, I know a lot of you might have very small kids or just very chaotic lives, and uh, it's just not realistic to schedule out every moment of your day. Uh, and I get that. And you don't have to do that. And you don't have to schedule all of your free time, all of your unscheduled moments. But allocating some time to have a rough sense of when you're going to do certain things, especially the things that are most important to you or need to get done more urgently, making sure those things will be tended to and are on the schedule will help the mind soften, will help you feel, feel more clear and will give you much more ease and productivity throughout the day. So try this out, three tips to declutter your mind. 
Hopefully it creates a little bit of freedom in your meditation practice and a little bit more permission to enjoy those moments where you don't need to be doing something. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care. Hey, before you go, real quick, a couple announcements in the after party. First, if you're new to this podcast and you would like some free follow-up resources like guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get an automated email to your inbox. Also, if you're not yet part of the Practicing Human Facebook group, you could search that in Facebook and join, and it's a great place to ask questions, listen to the episodes, and connect with other community members. And lastly, if you appreciated this episode or just this podcast, it's always appreciated by me and the rest of the community if you could leave a review on iTunes. It goes a very long way and helps other people who might be interested in this podcast uh, get a sense of what it's about and whether or not it's worth them listening to. So thanks for that in advance. Uh, As always, appreciate your time and your presence, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.